Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Bradley and Dawn on my talk 107.1. We do entertainment here, and sometimes we think it's entertaining to see what you do in your homes. Oh, yeah, well, but not yeah. with cameras or anything okay, creepy, creepy like that. Why you gotta make it creepy? We just want to know what item of clothing they like to take off when they come through the door. Like you cannot wait. You're in the car. You're sweating because you had to just shovel yourself out of a snow ditch, and then you're like, I cannot wait to get this blank off um that didn't sound great 641 1071 that's the number call us why didn't it sound great uh i don't want to repeat it okay fine okay uh why are we asking i'm asking because i think it's something that happens in the winter especially because we're bundled up in so many clothes and or maybe it's just like you can't wait to put your purse down because it weighs a million pounds you know i hate that It's so heavy, and I don't Mm. even like what's in this thing. Um, But all of my notions. What is it for you? Pants. Your pants. Yeah, I mean, other than my shoes, which come off first, because otherwise I get, you know, I hear like, "Take your shoes off." So I take my shoes (laughs) off. Oh my god! Um, It's Jamie. Yeah. Well, it's not Louise. Take your shoes off. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Basically, (laughs) Um, walking through the house with your shoes on again. Okay, fine. Anyway, uh, pants. So I take pants. my pants off, and uh, I don't take my top off ever. Your top? No. <laughs> <laughs> your your sports vest? Yeah. Um, I what need to get my toes out. I your need piggies? to get yeah. I've got to get my toes out of the socks I'm wearing. Of course, we take our shoes off in the garage. You should see the shoe pile. What? It's ridiculous. In the garage? Oh, you must have an attached garage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's like there's in the city we don't have those, so you have to walk from your garage to your home if you have a garage. Oh, I see. Okay, no, Uh, we take them off in the garage, and then it's like I need to get those socks off and put new socks on. It's just Mm. I need my toes to breathe for a second. Got to get them piggies out. We got four people on the line. Oh my god! Let's go to Susan. Susan is on the line. What you taking off, Susan? My bra. Oh. Let it out! We knew First we would get calls. Set those girls free. Set those girls <laughs> free. Now, do you put on another bra at home, or do you no. just free nope. bra it? Nope. I put pajamas on. I'm a home care nurse, and so when I get home, I gotta take off the dirty clothes and put pajamas on. Yeah. All right. Put them uh, pajamas on. Thanks, Susan. Thank you. Uh, Cindy's on the line. Should we go to Cindy? Yeah. Cindy, what do you need to take off immediately when you get home? Apparently, her uh, personality, her, her attitude. <laughs> <laughs> Don't 
say personality. We didn't hear a personality. She did. She removed her personality. She just was like, bye. She's like, I'm she taking to... off this call. <laughs> Heather's on the line. Let's oh, yeah. let Heather. Maybe oh. Heather will be. Well, maybe we'll be nicer to Heather and Heather will be nicer to us. We weren't mean to her. I know. I'm Heather. Hello, Heather. Hi. What do you have to take off right away when you get home? Everything. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> you take off I all shed, the clothes. And I shower. I put on clean jammy clothes and then the night. That's it. You actually. Every sh- day. You shower, you shower when you get every home. Every day. Every day. Before dinner, everything. Yep. You know, that's interesting because, well, uh, I know someone in my life who showers in the evening very frequently. And that's, Mm -hmm. have you always done that in your life? Okay. I was a morning shower person and then I met my spouse and then he showered after work, like after dinner, but just probably the last two years. Mm. Every day I get home, I jump in the shower, I get my good clothes, you know, the comfy clothes, then you make dinner and then you chill. That's it. There is something genius to that, right? Because then you go to bed clean. Yeah. Or yeah. not if you're doing a lot of cleaning stuff between. But it oh, doesn't sure. matter. Yeah. You feel better. What are you doing in between? What's oh. going on in between there? Heather? I see. Well, that's right. a great answer. Thank you so Thanks, much for sweetie. calling. And uh, we're taking things off on the phone. And uh, <laughs> Dawn, what are you wearing? No, that's not awkward. <laughs> Dawn, what's the thing you're taking off when you get home, honey? Oh, my answer was taken, but my bra, and sometimes I don't even make it home. It's when I hit the car. Oh, yes, You take girl. your bra off in yes, the car? I've done that. I've done that because While it's so uncomfortable. I'm driving, it is off. You take it off, and then you slip it out of your sleeve, right? Yes. Yeah, this yes. is a technique that women know how to do. We kind of. I'm sure uh, a few men know how to do too, but you know, oh, for different oh, reasons. Yeah. I don't even need to really wear one, but I have to because society says so. But oh, I hate shoot. them. I hate them. You hate them. I'm sorry about it, but I'm glad you get those. Uh, you get it out when uh, you get them out. <laughs> At the stoplight. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Thanks, Todd. I so just fun. imagine um, if you want to join us, 651-641-1071, what's the thing you can't wait to take off when you walk through the door or you're in your car on the way home? I I was just going to say, like, I have this image of, like, that that stripper music. <laughs> the old-timey one. My MC has pants in your the partner, living room. Your man. Yeah, my, my male companion, my man crush. He has jeans <laughs> on the living room couch. Like, he takes his pants off. He can't even wait to get to the bedroom. He takes he his pants off. He changes into jeans? He cha- No, no, no. He changes out of his pants. But, like, he has jeans waiting to put on, and they're in the living room. No, I think well, my question <laughs> is, so that's perfectly, like, efficient, right? Just have the pants it's ready? It's right there. But and he then, yeah. sits around the house in jeans? No, no, no. No. He sits around in pajama pants. But if he has to go out, because he works oh, from home, got it. And most of the time, he okay. goes in a couple days a week. But got it. You're saying that the jeans are for like putting on. He would never, for instance, go out of the home in like to, even to the mailbox without jeans on. Oh God! I go to the mailbox and in I walk the dog. Pants. If you like, if somebody came across me walking my dog in the morning, they would they would want to call someone. To come get me. Oh, no. Because I look completely disheveled. You look like you've escaped. I look like I am, like I've been living in a basement for about 40 years and haven't seen the light of day because I probably haven't shaved. I haven't done my hair. I haven't applied, you know, six layers of cover up and well, yeah. And you're, well, at least there's this. You know what I mean? You're not smoking anymore. Thank God. Well, I, you know, what? Smoking. 
Oh, you mean actually smoking? Like smoking a cig, because that makes it look even worse. I would have back in the day. Yeah, back in the day, yeah, but sure. Not Should we go to D? Yeah. She's been patiently waiting. Oh. D, honey, what are, you, what are you taking off, sweetie? Okay, well, I'm laughing at half the crap you're talking about. I go walk my dog in the morning in my robe, so I could care less. Good for you. <laughs> yes, D. <laughs> okay, but when I... When I get home, and I'm not saying I do it immediately, I, you know, do other things around the house, but I take everything off, take a hot bubble bath, and put my pajamas on. You take a... I want to be in my pajamas. Oh, I you, love it. Me too. I and think I it's love just pajama-like. Bubble bath. Wow. I take a bubble bath every yeah. single night. Good yes. for you, Good Dee. for you. Yeah. I, yeah, I love it. Can, and how many hey, times do you wash your I, hair a week? I'm originally... I'm originally from Texas, and I still say fixin' and y'all. Yeah. Thank you. Fixin' to fall. Yeah. Fixin' yes. to fall, y'all. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye, honey. <laughs> D, uh, my dad used to say, pick a finger. Pick a finger, and you would pull it, and he would. Well, no. It, it was a way of, like, you know. It's like saying, here's a quarter. He had all them saying, all those different sayings. Oh, like, like pick, here's a quarter. Uh, yeah, like, I don't care. Call someone who gives a bleep, you yeah. know. But pick a finger. He wanted you to pick the middle finger. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, okay. Anyway, but he would say finger. Pick a finger. Finger. Oh, finger. Great. That's awesome. All right. Thanks for sharing, D. And thanks for everyone. Uh, Dawn, what, what you taking off again when you get home tonight? Um, I definitely, I mean, I want to get in pajamas, but I really need my, I need to take my socks off. Like I've got to get new, I put new socks on, Yeah, but I just feel like the, I need to change socks frequently. Why? Well, because in you the winter time, you're always wearing socks and like you might get some foot fungus. I'm afraid of oh, that. Oh, so you want clean socks? No, that's good. Let them piggies breathe. Yep, that's yeah. right. You don't want them piggies to get wet. When we come back, Mike has been watching a program on the television called Milf Manor. And it's not pornography. He'll tell you about it because Dawn made him watch it when we return right here on My Talk 1071. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. That includes Audrey TV reality shows as well. Yes. We don't just watch The Crown, we also watch Trash. We get Milfy. Yes, and there's a new show on TLC called Milf Manor. Oh God! And um, I have watched two episodes, and at first I was super uncomfortable, but then it was so weird, and that I couldn't stop watching. And then Mike has agreed to watch it. Oh yeah! He texted us last night with some of his <laughs> he was reactions. Like, April and uh, Joey. Joey, and I was like, I don't know what he's talking about, but, but I bet it does, it's Milf yeah. Manor. Yeah, it is. So, Mike, Ooh. what do no you think? No spoilers, Mike. Of but not. I mean, but you can but say the one kidding. thing that is the. Reveal, which everybody oh, knows. Yeah, 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 the reveal that everyone knew coming up is the fact that the eight uh, women that are there on the uh, at the manor are uh, greeted by their eight sons. Why? I don't know, but it is sure entertaining. My goodness! So it's, basically, these women show up to date young like, men, I'm going yeah. to, and it's all oh, their yeah. sons, and they have to swippy swap. I mean, they don't date their actual son, but they have to watch their sons trying to hook up with. Other ladies, right? They exactly. do. They do have to room with them, though, which oh, is a fun, God, fun, fun element. So uncomfortable. It is. It's going to be so. It's, I mean, and they yeah. don't they have to like talk like, oh, God, okay, like, mom, I, can you go somewhere for a while? Because I need to talk need to April for a second. I think of my college days and like the whole sock on the on the door no! thing. Like, what? 
<laughs> Mom shows up to go in. And she's like, oh, no. Oh, my God. You really did that? Yeah, of course. I just feel like it has to be one of those relationships. This is perfect. You know, like those friends you had in high school whose parents smoked weed with them. Yeah. You like like you have to have that kind of relationship with your parent because otherwise I like for example, I could never do this with no. my mother. I oh, right. Absolutely not. 100% it would be so awkward. Well, also just because it's just the math wouldn't work, but you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> right. But the, how, what did you think as you watched the first two what episodes? Are your thoughts? Well, the fun thing is, and they do a good job at first of when you're you're getting introduced to each one of these mothers, they give a little bit of a backstory to each one of them. And it's it's at first I was like, I don't know how this is going to be because sometimes they went for the you know the heartstring pulling. Like oh there was God. one well, Charlene. She, yeah, so they lost her husband or something in a tragic mm. way, and they just you know all these different ways and different stories. And then you got you know like Kelly who shows up and she's like, oh yeah, I got six kids, and of course I'm, they're not all with the same men and some people have a problem with that and it's like i'm just gonna she's like i'm not that boring that i would have that many kids with one man are you kidding me she's she that's boring else. that's what she she's said the real firecracker <laughs> she's okay. the firecracker but it's fun because then you get that so not only do you get like the normal infighting that you would in a reality show with a whole bunch of you know men or women that are like that but yeah. then you also get the angle of okay mama doesn't like so-and-so dating this gal or wants him to stay away because they got a rivalry going on, so then Mama's going to not let him get too far away from her, and then they're all partying and drinking at the manor and having a good time, and it's... Oh, it's so, so good. what's the inevitable conclusion of this program? Is somebody walking away with a large check or true love or like, how is this going to resolve itself? It's it's just, I think, uh, maybe you the can... The last cor- MILF standing? You can correct me, but I think it's just basically an opportunity for people to find love. I don't think there's actually like a no, an end no game prize. to it or any prize Are people getting like shoved off the island in any way? No, no one's being kicked it's, off. More of just a social experiment, I think, which I'm enjoying. How long do we know this is going to last for? Is this like an eight episode, 13 episode? Do we know? know? I don't know. No, Because right now it's weekly. There's two episodes out. I looked on Hulu. You can only watch the second one. So if you want to see the first one, you have to have Paramount Plus, right? Uh, no, 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 no. This is TLC. Or so Discovery, uh, sorry, Discovery, Discovery Plus, Plus yeah. which uh, the best streaming service is Discovery Plus. If you like reality TV, if for you like, sure. If you like, yeah, uh, because it has, but it has so many different things. Like yeah, I'm just saying it's Food that Network. kind of television. Yeah. Like you're like if you want to binge a reality show, mm-hmm. I loved it for Unwrapped. It's mm-hmm. great for my um, oh, what are those people called the not preppers but um. Homesteaders. Anyway, so yeah, so it's got TV shows like that. So you can channel. You can watch uh, the first two episodes on Discovery Plus. The Mm -hmm. most recent episode is available on the Hulu. That's right. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. 
Head to Factormeals.com slash BTPod50 and use code BTPod50 to get 50% off. That's code BTPod50 at Factormeals.com slash BTPod50 to get 50% off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh my gosh! So, what else? Any other thoughts about Milf Manor? Oh, it's just such it, and it is definitely an example of like we, we sit here and we'll break down these really good shows. The Last of Us is a fantastic show. That's actually how this all came about. Last night, I've been doing the hard sell, trying to get Sarah to watch The Last of Us, and she won't. Of, but she'll watch Milf Manor. Well, it's a zombie thing. It's a scary thing. Got it's it. that's I understand. Not, yeah, she's not, not into the zombies. She's not into the scary and mushroom zombies, yes. which is a whole nother level. So yeah. it was it was down that road trying to get Tucker into that, and it was later at night, and she's like, I don't think. I'm ready to start that episode. And I said, that's cool. Well, let's try this instead. Did she like it? She, it was one of those things where like, okay, I'm going to go to sleep. And she rolled over, but oh. then she continued to turn back around to watch what was happening. <laughs> like, what is and, that? Then, and then this morning we literally spent 15 minutes, me breaking down what happened in the second episode right. after she fell asleep. So that's a good it's, sign. It's, it's not good. We're aware of that, but it's, but it's fun. fun to watch. It is, yeah. it is fun and it's interesting. Oh, it is very much trash. I'm all about good trash TV. Yeah. So milf manner. Oh yeah. <sighs> What else have you been watching, either of you? Mm, um, I have been catching up on we don't we go like we'll have HBO Max for a while mm. and then we'll not yeah, have it because smart. it's expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we try to like cram a bunch of stuff in in all of our HBO Max watching. So um, I'm watching uh, my Gilded Age experience got cut short, so I'm rewatching that. Okay, and I absolutely love it. Isn't that like Steve Amazon Baransky, Prime? Um, that's HBO Max. Oh, that is HBO mm-hmm. Max. Okay. Yep. Christine Baranski is in it. Meryl Streep's daughter plays the main role. Yeah. She looks exactly like her when she was young. It's pretty uncanny. Birdie, what's her <clears> name? Her name is Louise Jacobson. Louise but she Jacobson. also has another daughter yeah. named Birdie, I think. Not Birdie, but something like that. Yeah. yeah anyway. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm. So nothing new per se. <sighs> Gosh, no, but I really do want to try Abbott Elementary. You should. We just finished the first season last night, and it's, I know it's network television, but there's a reason that that show was on fire and winning awards, because it is just delicious. It is, it is very office slash Parks and Rec. Cool. And I love that. In terms of the filming, right? Like, um, and because I was like, do I really want to watch a show about school? It's mockumentary style. But it is that mockumentary lens. And, but the writing, um, the, the writing is just hilarious. And the acting these characters and you'll fall in love with them. Oh, you, like you really do. And you know how you start to feel things, even if the like plot is not the funniest, you're just mm-hmm. like, I just want to check in with my friends and see how they're doing. Oh, that's really cool. So that and Abbott elementary that's on Hulu. I think it's also on HBO max actually. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I um, kind of get confused about what I'm, I'm just so lost as to what network sh- shows are or what networks are merged yeah, yeah, with yeah. Streaming services. Yeah. Like it, it's and it changes, honey, because like now jumble. people, you know, who made the show, like maybe HBO Max made the show, but eventually they might sell it to another streamer. So don't 
you don't even spend too much time. Just Google it. Yeah. Because truly, I will say we're all watching Last of Us. So if you want to get on that train, dear listeners, The Last of Us on HBO Max comes out every Sunday. So we'll get another episode on Sunday night with zombies. Yeah. All right. When we come back from TV shows. So Milf Manor, mm-hmm. Abbott Elementary, and Mushroom Zombies. <laughs> but when we return... We're going to talk about Spare. We're still reading our Not a Book Club, Prince Harry's memoir. We'll give you all the latest on our thoughts when we return right here on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, uh, the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Thanks for joining us during this time where you might be a little sleepy at work. We're going to we're going to pick your spirits up and get you. Wake up wake up train the wake up train just yeah anyway we're watching what? we're listening we're reading spare wake we're not watching it i need help yes you do it's okay uh we're listening to spare and we're reading because i don't know what i'm talking about the wake up train it's not the morning <laughs> i don't know and there like, is no train it's station. literally one yeah 29 this is the time where i think people get sleepy at work i it might be wrong i think you maybe are you getting sleepy Maybe. Okay. No. Here's the thing. This is our not a book club. It's really a book club. We're just list reading with our ears. Right. Also, I think Lori and Julia do an actual book club, so we have to contractually say it's not a book club. But anyway, we're all reading Spare with our ears. That's Harry Prince Harry's memoir. And uh, we are in the thick of it. Dawn is way behind, terribly behind. Oh, boy. No, I'm kidding. But you are always concerned that you're not reading fast enough. But, yeah. girl, there's no timeline. So, which is actually delightful because... Mike has finished. I've still got a few hours left. Mm-hmm. We're all at different points in the story. So I know I will tell you, I had to do a dental procedure yesterday. And so I was in the dentist chair for like an hour and a half. And so Oof. I got to listen to a solid hour and a half of that book, which I'm grateful for because it got me thick into the relationship that Prince Harry is having with Megan, like how they met. And I will say it's just delightfully like pedestrian. Yeah, it's just like it's like it's like any other relationship in our 20s, although with a royal and a celebrity. But Mm -hmm. it didn't feel like oddly he just for as out of touch as he is with us and our lives. It was bizarrely relatable to like anybody who's fallen in love. I will just say that of his experience as he's meeting falling in love with Megan. You will. You will. Yes. But I know that even though I'm having that experience, you're over here having another experience. I am. And I am thoroughly enjoying how passionate he was about being in the military because he wanted to serve his country and he wanted to help and he wanted to have a purpose. And it's a big portion of the book. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, the paparazzi ruin everything, as we know. So this first go around, he was taken out of it because, you know, I don't know if you know this, if you haven't read the book, but when he was sent to war, when he was sent to um, he was sent to Afghanistan and the paparazzi were the journalists were supposed to be hush hush about where he was. But some tabloid in Australia did this story mm-hmm. on it. And then another blogger picked it up. And then you had the Taliban saying, we're going to find you. Mm-hmm. They called him. I don't know. There was some 
code name or something that they called him. But they were like, we are going to destroy you and we're going to take down Prince Harry. And so it was not only not only was he in grave danger, but he was putting everybody else in danger, his whole unit around yeah, him. So both of the times that he's been in, you know, gone to war, essentially, he's had to leave because either his cover's blown by tabloids or the Taliban or somebody gets wind of his presence and then he becomes a target, which makes rightfully, people, right. I shouldn't say rightfully so, but like understandably so in that he is a high profile uh, figure in, you know, representative of the government to which these people are fighting against. So that blows his cover. So then he's forced to he's forced to leave and yeah. taken out of the mill. And he was absolutely crushed. He was absolutely crushed. And I was like, gosh, you know, this is nothing that you've heard about Harry at all. You know, he was committed to this and just really wanting to connect with soldiers who had been injured when he got back. And then he did some training to get back into the, you know, he's still, in, of course, went through everything and, and is a member of the military. But he wanted to be back in the in the fight, in the war mm-hmm. and had um, he he became a helicopter pilot. And so hearing all this stuff, I just love it. I love to hear how passionate he is about it in all of his training. And I know that it's been a little dull. Some people have sent me, you know, messages saying I, I could do without the military stuff. I'm like, oh, my God, that's what I'm loving because it makes him so human, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I don't think you need to be fascinated on every page of a person's memoir because if that's the case, it's probably not true because life is not always the most exciting thing page to page. I think he probably picked and chose as interesting items and parts of his life that he thought people would want to know. Mm-hmm. And some people maybe want to know more of the relationship stuff. Some yeah. people like there was a point at which I was like, when does he meet Megan? We talked a little bit about this earlier. <laughs> like um, a lot. I think people are going to think Megan is a huge part of this book and she's really not. She might be a crucial, critical part, an important part when she shows up. Mm-hmm. But in terms of just the like pure like number of pages she's mentioned on, it's very little which I think is actually a good thing because it sort of divorces us from this idea that he's, you know, completely yes. manipulated. And this entire experience is all because the, you know, the evil Megan, she's, she's making so him silly. do these things and leave his family. And it's like, no, actually she shows up at a time when he's like, I'm out. Yeah. These people are Awful. not healthy. No, no. So I become obsessed with, he loves to go to Botswana. Um, his mother loved Botswana Mm -hmm. and some of the surrounding countries whenever she was um, fighting the AIDS crisis in the 80s. And so he falls in love with Botswana. And so I am like, I need to know the river that he's traveling on all the time up and down this river and where he's staying in these, you know, safari tents and what, you know. So I was like, I could not wait to get home uh, the day before yesterday to just, I don't, I didn't remember where Botswana was mm. like, I'm sorry. I am not great with geography. It yeah. could be something I could learn in two days. I realize that, but well, it's just a fact. For. Yep. So anyway, I'm like Botswana. Okay. Oh my gosh. It's so beautiful. And it's so lush. And it's like the garden of Eden. And Oh my gosh, this is gorgeous. And then I found inside the thousand pound a night safari camp, where Meaning he took Meghan Markle. Thousand pounds as in British dollars. As yeah. in, yes, yes. Um, not like Thousand Pound Sisters on TLC, okay, which is another great show. Okay. All right. Now, <laughs> so it looks like a resort. 
And of course, you're going to want to like he has slept out in the middle of the the bush. Mm-hmm. Like this guy is not afraid to sleep by a campfire and just not have anything fancy. But when you're taking somebody that you really like. Yeah. To meanwhile, he's out, also surrounded by like an incredible bodyguard. And, yeah. You know, living. but it's the only place that he could ever go in his life where the paparazzi weren't there. Yeah. It was the military and Africa. Yeah. You know, so um, this is beautiful. I found this in Gentleman's Journal. And I'm going to put a link on our show page. And it's very fancy. Um, It just has gorgeous tents where they have full-size, like, real beds inside. Of course, like, it's all screened in. They have, like, beautiful artwork. They have indoor plumbing. (laughs) It's just... Oh, I'm really sure it's gorgeous. amazing. Once you get to the part where he and Megan meet and, and they go on this trip, because it's kind of instrumental for those who know the story. And again, we're talking about Spare Prince Harry's memoir. Um, he, they went, he took her to Botswana at a moment in their relationship where he wasn't even really sure that this was like the one, even though oh. I kind of got the impression. I don't know about you and Mike, let me know what you think. I just felt like he was trying really hard to get in a relationship. And luckily, I guess, Megan showed up at the right time. But he was just like, you, it, it, it just reads as though he was like, I need a relationship. I need to do this now. Oh, like, did you feel that pressure? Mike? I agree. Yeah, he definitely okay. he gives that vibe. And especially at that moment when they met. But no, I totally agree. Yeah, you're kind of like, slow yeah. down. <laughs> but it worked. You know, it worked for him. Um, but anyway, they end up in Botswana, but they're traveling. Imagine like going on a first date to Botswana. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> You know, I mean, and like you you're going to be alone in the wilderness, in the in, in the bush. Yeah. With a person you've not spent any time with overnight. Yeah. And that's you're going to be your first experience. That's that's right. And there's like elephants and lions. And, and then that. there's just the thing where I'm I'm listening right now where I am at. He has already been to Botswana with Chelsea, who is his ex girlfriend. So you've got that. Like, did you take another girl here? Feeling about it. Like that's I think of that. Like, did you take your ex girlfriend to this restaurant? Yeah. It's like yeah, I did. I also took her, but. Chelsea is from London, but well, she's originally from South Africa, Cape Town, South Africa. Yeah. And so that made sense for him. He actually met her in Botswana and that's where he meets his friends um, who are filmmakers as well. So uh, it makes sense that she would be there. Uh, but no, it's beautiful and lush, of course. Um, so there's like a, beautiful outdoor shower i mean but then you look over and there are elephants so it's like definitely a posh thing for the rich yeah well make sure you put the link up on the show page so people can daydream and yes because i'm sure it's ridiculously expensive and it is my budget yeah but you know what if you just save up you know it might take you five years but you can well and you can go on an experience you know you can go on uh like see the animals Mm -hmm. for a lot cheaper and a lot more practical means like you don't have to live the high life but if you want it's there right um i was gonna say too the one thing i really didn't believe about megan markle but reading the book i'm like okay she really was like that she did not really know anything about his family like and we've heard this before that Meghan markle didn't really do a lot of research on like the royal family or know who prince andrew was or who like prince charles was like didn't know the background and he talks about 
um, her, the, like her sort of naivete around the family. And I think a lot of people thought that was unbelievable. But as I was reading it, I was like, wow, she really didn't like spend a lot of time Googling him. And mm. he was grateful for that because it seemed like she didn't have these preconceived ideas about him that were implanted in her head like they have been for so many of us, right? Like if yeah. you and I or uh, Mike, if we met Prince Harry, I think we'd have all these stories in our head that she didn't have, which is so incredibly unusual. Well, Mike was the same way, right? And that's why I don't, I mean, I think, what is she, 40-ish? I think she's early 40s, around 40. But there's that generation where I just don't think, I don't know, the Royals had absolutely, with the exception of me remembering when the crash happened Mm -hmm. with Princess Diana, that's the extent of any royal connection I've ever had in my entire life. I've never cared about it. I've never really had any, it's never been a big influence on me. It's not as big pop culturally as it was a few years prior to that. That and also what has been one of the signature criticisms of Meghan Markle is that she's like a, you know, climber and she's trying to, you know, like date the most successful or, the, you know, that if that were the case, mm-hmm. she would have known everything about him because would she, would she not have done all her research and all her. Yes. And I, I've heard people, cause I've said that too, about like, she didn't really know, you know, people that hate her and they are like, she's just pretending not to know. Like they really yeah. are doubling down on believing that she's. But evil. he, she, the way he writes about it, and I would encourage people to actually read the book. Mm-hmm. The way he writes about it, it's clear to me anyway that she wasn't making a huge effort to sort of like know everything, know all the right things. I mean, the first time she meets the queen, she's like, "I don't, I don't really." And they're like, "Hey, quick, do this thing," and she's like, "Okay." But it's your grandma. And he's like, yeah, I know, but it's the queen. But I bow to but her But she didn't well. quite understand that, right? Who's that random bodyguard that just walked out of there? Oh, no. Oh, that was Prince Andrew. Andrew. <laughs> yeah. Like, but, she's like, no but who is the bodyguard that carried her bag around? And he's like, that's my uncle, Prince Andrew. Oh, my God. That's great. All oh. right. So much more to come, and we'll share as we continue to read Spare. But when we return, Dawn is going to share with us a story. Nope. I'm going to share with you a story about Chelsea Handler, because she, this woman did not realize she was on a certain drug, and that concerns me. I'll tell you why oh, when no. we return, right here on My Talk 1071. But baby girl, I'm not blaming you. Just don't blame me too. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Hey. Hi, Bradley. What do you got for us here? Chelsea Handler is hilarious. She also is unaware of certain things that are happening mm. in her life, and you're like, Girl, pay attention. Really awkward, this story. I read it. I was like, what? I need to understand. Well, she went on a podcast, and it's the Call Her Daddy podcast, Alex Cooper's hit podcast, which we I know we've referenced before Yeah, uh, because other celebrities had been on there and said interesting things. And this all had to do with Ozempic. You know this Ozempic business? I have heard of it because Kyle Richards from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills there have been some pictures of her recently where she just has zero body fat, and she looks ridiculously just fit mm-hmm. and people are like oh she's on ozem ozempic ozempic yeah okay yeah so this is a type 2 diabetes uh drug that you know the rumor is that everyone in hollywood is on this drug oh my god because it is also one of the side effects is weight loss and oh, so geez. people are taking it simply to lose weight now chelsea handler allegedly didn't know she was on ozempic what which you might find interesting because ozempic is not like a pill. Okay. You inject yourself with Ozempic. 
So she didn't know she was injecting herself every week with Ozempic. And I thought to myself, how do you not know, right? Yeah. Doesn't that raise more questions than answers? Yeah, it really does. Like, how, did you talk about how, oh, I wish I could lose weight? And your doctor's like, oh, I have a solution for you. Don't worry about it. Well, and then she's... he goes on to go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, take these vitamins. And then, oh, P.S., inject this. So apparently she was joking on the podcast that her doctor just hands this medication out to anybody who's looking to drop a few pounds, which what? the good thing she probably didn't, or it's probably a good thing she didn't name her, her doctor, but she goes, I came back from a vacation and I injected myself with it again. She doesn't know what this is. Why would you do that? I don't know. I, and then she goes on to say, I went to lunch and by the way, if you are one of those people who's like, I'm going to call my doctor and ask for Ozempic, just wait. She goes, uh, I came back from a vacation, injected myself with it. How are you injecting yourself with something and you don't know what you're doing? Whatever. Uh, I went to lunch with a girlfriend a few days later and she was like, I'm literally not eating anything. I'm so nauseous. I'm on Ozempic. Then Chelsea notes, yeah, I'm kind of nauseous too, but I think it's just from jet lag after a month long vacation to Spain. (laughs) You know, like this is the most celebrity (laughs) lunch ever. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm not going to eat anything today. I've never been nauseous from jet lag. I'm just tired. I'm not going to eat anything today. Oh, yeah. I'm feeling kind of nauseous too. Why are you nauseous? Well, I'm on this weird weight loss drug, even though it's not really meant for weight loss. And you're like, oh, well, I'm nauseous because I was in Spain for a month. (laughs) Anyway, so this happens. And she did. She does have a sense of humor about herself, even if she is one of the most like privileged humans. She goes, yeah, white privilege. Um, So she was making fun of her own privilege. But however, she goes on to say, um, She's having this conversation with the friend and the friend's like, are you sure you're not on Ozempic? Because her symptoms sound very similar to the one this woman is having. And I just like this whole conversation. I want to be here for this conversation. Right. I want to see how this all plays out. Because she's like, first of all, how do you think like, oh, maybe you're on it. Well, you're having nausea, too. Are you on it? Oh my God. And you're like, no, I'm not on it. And you're like, are you sure? And then she goes, well, I'm on oh, semaglutide. Oh, okay. So Chelsea Handler says to her friend, I'm on semaglutide. Which I'd be like, what the hell is the that? heck is that? You're injecting yourself. That's Ozempic. That's just the like, you know, Ozempic is just like Zoloft. Yeah, right? exactly. Sertraline would be the chemical name. Right. The retail name, of yeah. course, for a particular form of that is is Zoloft, right? So right. The, the Ozempic is just the retail name or whatever they call it, right? Oh, gosh. And so it's she's like, like Kleenex and yeah. It's a brand. So then she was like, so then she's like, oh my God, I'm taking Ozempic too. That's why I'm nauseous. What? Oh my God. And again, they're taking it. Now, this is where I will give Chelsea Handler, I will cut her some slack. She goes on to say, I'm not on it anymore. I mean, I'm an irresponsible drug user, but I'm not going to take a diabetic drug. I tried it. I'm not going to do that. That's not for me. That's not right for me. Also, can I just tell you, if you're thinking of doing this for weight loss, I mean, you know, if it's like a diabetes thing, you do, you know, yeah. see your doctor. Don't take advice from us. However, Ozempic, in the story they talk about this, they go on to say, Ozempic is known to cause such side effects as, and list off all those heinous Diarrhea side effects. Diarrhea is number one. Right? Nausea, vomiting, and facial aging. What? Celebrities in Hollywood. Facial aging? Facial aging. 
And they're like, oh, no problem. If you're That's taking fine. this drug for vanity, I would just like to uh, alert you to the fact that one of the side effects is vanity. Wow. Right? Because, like, I'm pretty sure the people in Hollywood that want to inject themselves with this drug hoping to lose weight may not want the facial aging. I've got to see the other side effects. I'm looking it up right now. Oh, I'm but, sure there's like uh, a just, thousand. Just, you know, not to get Don't too in the epic, weeds yeah. with the, this, but like, so you're taking a weight loss drug that's for a diabetic, but that's just, this is not good for your metabolism. These crazy things, like, they, it's just not. You're going to have a long road ahead of you after you're off the drug losing weight if it's dependent on this thing and then your metabolism I love how you're being wacky. like rational and healthy where I know, celebrities I'm just are trying concerned to say, like, these people took all the sorts of cockamamie drugs I'm sure there's people taking cocaine and speed to lose weight oh, so uh, right what am like, I saying <laughs> I mean I'm so Oh, no, yeah. what you're saying is actually the right thing to say. I'm yeah. just saying that I don't think the celebrities are listening because if le- celebrities were concerned about such things, they wouldn't be taking drugs away from, you know, pa- diabetes patients exactly. to lose weight for their own vanity. Right. I mean, what if there's a shortage of this drug and all of these yeah. people are just being prescribed it? Well, exactly. I mean, there's a short of, shortage of eggs right now, right? Yeah. Like, like. It would. I'm not saying the two are in any way related. I'm just saying, like, if there's a shortage of something, yeah. think twice. And at least Chelsea Handler said that. But I just feel like there's this sense in Hollywood that people are like, oh, well, you know. Well, I deserve that. I mean, I'm pre-diabetic. Right. Like, I, most of America is at this point, right? <laughs> so, like, if you have a legitimate medical reason, great, talk to your doctor. But if you're just hoping to lose a few pounds, I have three words for you. Two, excuse me. Facial aging. <laughs> Did you find any other side effects? Um, they were just the basic ones like nausea, diarrhea, stomach pain, something else. I love, don't you love when the side effect is like death? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, no. I For <laughs> a vanity drug, death, especially if it's like for erectile dysfunction. It doesn't matter what death. it's from. If death is a side effect, <laughs> don't take it. Right? Or death. When we come back, you need marinara sauce. Quick. What jar of marinara sauce are you grabbing? 651-641-1071. We'll get to that question when we come back.